Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivyandtracy.com and it's sextalk, S-E-X-T-O-K, to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website, listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm all right. I'm actually pleased to be here because in the space of about an hour, I have buried my head. See this big mark on my head? Oh, no, what hair, happened? I'm trying to do hair straighteners, cut my finger making lunch, stubbed my toe, and then smashed my bum into a doorknob within an hour. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, I, I'm it's, so it's a, clumsy. It's a miracle you're even here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Quite but how great. Be. Your hair looks nice and straight, so it's all worth it. Well, no, I was trying to put a curl into it, so that's totally the... Oh. Because, oh anyway, it looks just bizarre, <laughs> but anyway, blah, blah. I'm never going to be able to do my own hair. Thank God I married a hairdresser. That's all I can say. You married a hairdresser? No way. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> all these things. I know, but he hates it. He hates doing hair. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> and our TikTok, I know we always like mention this, and it's just because we're both so like gobsmacked by the whole thing. Our latest one has almost half a million views at this point on Ad with Zibby and Tracy. It's crazy. And it's interesting that, because that was the one about the Bucks night, the, sorry, the Bachelor's night. The Bachelor night, yes. It's always, and we have got many, many questions sent to us, haven't we, Zibby? We have, and I got a bunch more. I haven't even had time to forward you. I have like probably five more questions that just came in. So I'm going to forward this to you. So for anyone listening, if you have your own questions, be sure to go to sextalkpod.com, S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D, sextalkpod.com pod.com and enter your questions and you might hear them on our show. Mm. And maybe we should do specials because if you get really loads of questions on the one thing that might be worth looking at something really in depth. Yeah, that's true. Because that, that did get so many questions. Bachelor night undercover. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, our three questions for today, let's start with the first question. And like always, just another disclaimer that these questions are not Tracy's or my own questions, but anonymously sourced gotten from the website. Okay. Question number one. My partner and I have been together for six years and haven't tried anything new in a while. You say things like spice things up a bit, 
By doing what though? Can you spell out exactly what you mean by that and give some practical examples? I certainly can. And this is why people need sex books and sex podcasts, because people like me do all the hard thinking for you. That was the whole, that's the whole point of them, that you don't even have to come up with these ideas yourself. So I'm going to list, give you 20 things to do. 20? 20? Oh my 20. Lord. I'm tired right. already. Okay. <laughs> all right. 20. Right. First one, tie each other up. Now, this is one of those things that everybody did at the beginning and everybody goes, oh, that. And it's like, Tracy, well, everybody you? does not do that in the beginning. <laughs> no, oh. they don't. <laughs> oh, it's me then. No, but most, I thought most people, if ever you are going to do it, you tend to do it at the beginning. Okay, That's fine. You tend to do all these things. So it is the sort of thing that everybody goes, oh, that's sort of a, such a lame thing. Everybody does that. And they don't. They don't actually do it anymore. And it's such fun takes little effort, just find an old pair of tights or stockings, tie your partner to the chair and tease him or her mercilessly. So that's my first one. Second one is create a fantasy. And this is quite a fun thing to do. So you you text your partner, make sure the texts are private, one sentence of a fantasy. So it could be, oh, suddenly I felt a, somebody's foot under the table at the dinner party you know, running up my leg. And then you text that to your partner, warn them, obviously. They then text back another sentence and you keep the fantasy going. And what this does is everybody tries to push it in the direction they would like the fantasy to go. So it's quite a good way to work out what kind of fantasies appeal to your partner and the kind of things they would like to maybe role play. So that's another thing. Anal play, something we've talked about a lot, plenty of stuff in the podcast. If you want to go back and find a, a good guide to that. The other thing which is really good for breaking up sex routines. Now, most couples do exactly the same thing in bed, exactly the same order every single time. It is horrifyingly true. Okay. Now, the way to mix this up is to forbid things. So have an intercourse ban, have an oral sex ban, have a kissing ban. And depending on how often you have sex, you know, keep it going for a while. So you're forced to break this sort of routine sex that you always have. Temperature play is something else. It, it's just anything that where it goes from hot to cold. So you might put an ice cube by the bed, give your partner oral sex, run it over their nipples, drip candle wax on their bottom. Appealing? No, no, no thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, go on. This isn't for me. <laughs> so, some new oral sex. No, I know. Oh my God, we're playing into your paranoia, aren't we? So, new oral sex positions. Everyone thinks about intercourse positions, but change it up for oral sex. So, get him to lie sideways, you know, put yourself on the kitchen bench or just try it in a different position rather than the norm. Have sex different places around the house. You've probably done it in all the bedrooms. Try the kitchen, try the loo, pretend you're in the mile high cup on a plane. Try sitting on top of the washing machine during the spin cycle which is very satisfying let me tell you okay use sex toys I say that every single time but that's just because they're an instant effortless solution to most things and there are so many different ones out there try having sex in complete darkness or put on a blindfold because the minute you remove one sense you heighten another something that and other people do other people do all the time Zibby is pretend or no play at being your partner's sex slave I'm thinking people do this occasionally it's like a special occasion thing so I give your partner a heads up for this first but just say right I'm gonna be I'm gonna do whatever you want me to do for the whole day that might be wash the dishes it might be get down on my hands and knees and do whatever, right? And you have to be really gracious and just do whatever your partner tells you. But can I just tell you, do give your partner a heads up because if you sort of psyched yourself up for this day of subservience and they just look at you and go, oh, 
oh, that's nice. Um, what would you like to do? It's not quite the same, right? So you have to tell them kind of what's expected of them. Taking turn sex is another thing because when we have sex, we tend to reciprocate. We're essentially polite in bed. You know, they give you oral sex, you give them oral sex. So taking turn sex where you're completely the giver or you're completely the taker is a really good idea to, to, to sort of get you to relax into just taking sometimes. It's good to sit there and take with sex and it's good to give as well. Make a sex video. We've talked about that or send a sex sexy pick have sex in semi-public like somewhere like you know where you're not going to get caught but there's that threat that always revs things up a bit have a bath with drinking champagne go and watch some porn afterwards or something sexy afterward you'll like this one zibby have a masturbating competition why would you say that (laughs) (laughs) the first one to finish gets a prize right Uh, what yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're just trying to like Say the most embarrassing things possible. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just I mean, you so- are, you are, but that's fine. I can take it. It's okay. <laughs> Actually, somebody emailed me and was like, "You're getting a lot braver on the show," and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> you really are. But um, I know I do add in the odd thing to, to completely shock you. But it's what the whole point of things like that is that sex is meant to be fun, and we treat it very seriously. So things like that are just fun things. Wear heels to bed put on some great lingerie, all these cliched things, people go, yeah, 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 but they never do them. So do them because they really do work. Give your partner a proper massage, fluffy towels, oil the lot. You make sure you dress sexily, like high heels, great lingerie. He can wear some nice carbons, start off innocently and get naughtier as you go along. Find your G-spot, buy G-spot vibe, makes it all a whole lot easier. Or there's a guide on how to find it with your fingers, if you like, on my website, which is tracycox.com. Two more. Have a rude food session. Smear food all over your bits, lick them all off, but be careful. Nothing oily, nothing spicy, and be careful what you put inside. In fact, avoid putting them inside at all, really. The other thing is to practice simmering. So simmering is just a few minutes of stimulation. It might be like two minutes of oral sex, or it might be a big, long, snoggy kiss, and then stop. So you're leaving your partner, you know, not satisfied at all and wanting more. So that's 20. How about that? Wow. I mean, I think we can sign off now. That was quite a show. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite a few ideas, isn't it? Yeah, good job. I have written a list, but they were just off the top of my head. They were just things. I'm sure you could do this all day. You could come up with probably 300. (laughs) Maybe that's your next book. Well, my books are often long lists of things to, you know, like obviously with loads of copy in between, but they are always new things to spice. Because that's what people, the questions like that, questions I get asked all the time. It's like, well, you say spice it up, but how do you spice it up? And there was so, I mean, sex is endless. It's just your imagination that's stopping you. But we still, and I'm as guilty as everybody else. I'm lazy as well. You do the same old thing every single time because you can't be bothered making the effort or you've got no time and all that sort of stuff. But we really do need to think about you know, just now and then, you know, maybe every third time you have sex, try something new. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? 
Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay. Okay, question number two. Okay. <laughs> I sometimes I read these questions and I'm like, I hate you, Tracy. <laughs> okay. Now I'm just like waiting for all my kids to come in. Okay. My husband's penis is on the large side, not so much length as girth. Sex is only comfortable in a couple of positions. Despite using lashings of lube, anything other than side-by-side -side or missionary just doesn't seem to work. We've been together decades, and I know my husband is keen to try more positions, but I'm reluctant. Any ideas? I did laugh at the lashings of lube. That was <laughs> now, I found this question really interesting because... It's actually what you do before that counts much more than the positions, okay? So I'm not sure what you've tried or what you haven't tried, but the first thing you must, must, must do if you're with somebody who's got a big or a thick penis is you must make sure that you are absolutely fully aroused before penetration. Now, the reason why is that something like when you're fully aroused, the muscular tension, pull, the uterus pulls up the vagina and it becomes, it creates room and space and it's called vaginal tenting. So it creates like a little tent shape in your vagina. It can make it go from between four, so it starts off at four sixes long, four inches long to six inches long. So that's a big old change, right? Now, if you haven't had enough foreplay and your husband's entering you, there's no room for it to go. So you've got to make sure that you have so much foreplay that this tenting occurs in order to accommodate this larger or thicker penis. Now, the other thing to do is when he's penetrating, you push down with your vaginal muscles as if you're going to the loo, right? Same sort of thing. So push down. It not only makes penetration easier, but it gives you a sense of control. And a lot of this stuff is a bit psychological. So you have to, as you're going along, comfort yourself with logic. I mean, the vagina expands to let out a baby, you know, like, so it can expand an awfully, awfully long way. So keep that in mind. You mentioned that you're already trying lashings of lube, but make sure it's really good quality and make sure you don't just put a bit on and then leave it, you reapply. And I would suggest actually getting a big dollop, putting it high in the vagina so that it actually works its way down as the heat draws it down through so that you're effectively topping it up as you're going along. But don't be scared to, you know, just start again and put more lube in there. The other absolutely totally thing that you should never ever do if, if your partner has a bigger or thick penis is never ever let him penetrate unless you've used your fingers or a sex toy to massage inside first. So never ever do it without something else having been in the vagina first to, to sort of loosen it up a little bit. Now how about this for random, right? <laughs> if you relax your jaw muscles, you relax the muscles in the pelvic floor. And if you, no way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But when you think about it, if you're tense, the first thing, especially on me, is my jaw just tenses, right? And if you just relax your jaw now, every, your shoulders go, everything relaxes. 
Anyway, I thought that was completely random, but but apparently it works. She can kill it. Anyway, so when he's penetrating, again, it's the way you do it. So make sure he does it slowly and a little bit at a time so that your muscles can relax around. And also try different angles. This can make such a difference because when women are presented with a man with a big penis, Everybody just goes front on. It's like we're like, wow, okay, we need to take this seriously now. And it's almost like it just seems like we have to be, you know, just and different angles makes all the difference with things like that. And another good tip is to have an orgasm first or get yourself right on the brink of orgasm because that's when your vaginal canal is most relaxed and expanded. So they are things to do beforehand. So it's all that's all far more important than the actual positions. But two things that usually works with a wide penis is. Right, they're two completely different ways of approaching this, and one will work for you and one probably won't, or maybe both. So the first one is get into missionary position as usual. Once he's penetrated, instead of having your legs open, you tightly close them, right, once he's inside. Now, what this does is it keeps thrusting quite shallow, but it also means that he's actually thrusting against your thighs. So often men with big penises are like, well, I never get any fun because I'm only only allowed in a tiny bit and I can never go fast. And this sort of gives him a bit of extra stimulation to open the vaginal canal is now I'm whispering because your kids are in the room. Well, they're not in, no, the room. They're not in here now. I'm just like worried. You don't have to whisper. I have the volume really low on my okay, computer. All right. Okay. All right. So this is a, this is another way is scoot down. So your bum's on the end of the bed, right? He's in front, he's standing in front and penetrates, put your legs really high and then open them. And you can even use your hands to open them as far as you possibly can. Now this is, this is, will expand the vaginal canal as far as possible. So they are two different ways of coping with the same problem or issue, not really problem. The other thing we talked about last episode, actually, was the pin position where you're lying flat on your belly, he's behind and lies on top. Now, this works really well. Get him to penetrate. Then once he's in, push your legs together. Okay, come up on your elbows and tilt your bottom. It puts you in a certain type of angle, which really works. Playing with angles is the key to this, okay? And the other position that, which I'm surprised you didn't mention, was you on top because if ever there's an issue with your partner's penis, in almost in every scenario, women are much better on top because they're in control of everything. So try getting on top, straddle him, let him penetrate, and then lean down on your elbows and you'll get the right angle. So try all of those and report back, please, because I'd like to know whether it helps, particularly the what to do beforehand. That is what counts much more than the position. How would you like them to report back? Well, exactly. How how do it? Well, I thought via the website, we said where you put the question in. Yeah. Okay. So instead of a question, just put a comment. Yeah. That'd be good. And on TikTok, people people write comments on TikTok all the time, don't they? That's true. We won't know if the person who put the question in, do we? Yeah. But okay. So go to sextalkpod.com and where it says enter a question, just enter a comment. Maybe I'll try to change it to say questions or comments. Okay. And now we'll get flooded. No, I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs) Question number three, I'm experiencing problems having penetrative sex because of menopause. My husband is complaining about the lack of intimacy, understandably. What he doesn't seem to get is that I am extremely turned off by the person he has become. He (laughs) He sits and burps really loudly all the time, even when we are out and about walking down the street. He's also become very racist and xenophobic, which I am finding totally distressing. When I try to talk to him about it, he just ignores me and says he is who he is and I either like it or lump it. Why would I want to get intimate with such a man? Oh, this is the question where I was like, just get a divorce, right? Like toss him. That's it. Like, don't waste our time here. This is the wrong guy. 
I know. I mean, honestly, I don't think there's a person alive who could listen to that question and then expect us to talk about menopause and vaginal dryness. Yeah, so this has nothing to do with menopause. Exactly, nothing to do with menopause. This is all about the guy, the husband that you married, but probably wasn't like that in the beginning. But just in case anyone is interested in the menopause thing, just briefly, of course, you know, women find often find penetration difficult after menopause, but it's because of hormones and it can be easily fixed by using estrogen pessaries, which you insert and generally fixes the problem. So that answers that bit of the thing. But I mean, if your partner is having problems and it's sex is starting to hurt, the correct response is, darling, how can I help you? That must be just awful. Not complaining about not getting any. So first hint that this guy is really just repulsive, quite frankly. He sounds absolutely repulsive. This is so not the issue, as you said. The issue is that your husband has hopefully not always been like that and turned into a really awful, well, unattractive person, to put it mildly, right? Now, Many, many couples will identify with this scenario because people change as they age. And some people, as they get older, become, you know, some people just get better. They get more peaceful. They're less competitive. They're kinder. They look for the good. They relax a bit about life. Okay. So they become better versions of themselves. Other people, especially if life perhaps hasn't turned out the way they thought, get more bitter and hardened versions of themselves and they go in the other direction and then you know they they just feel like life hasn't you know it's just they turn into the kind of man you're describing your husband to be where they're very you know just rigid I would say and bitter and you know that's why some couples can look at each other and think how did I end up marrying this man or this woman because you've gone in different directions and it often happens and of course you weren't like that at the start because no one would marry your husband the way he's presenting now but it really does happen now the problem here is when he says this is who I am like it or lump it because that effectively says I don't care about making you happy you know And I'm completely resistant to change. And if somebody is completely resistant to change, you have nowhere to go. I mean, he's he's dead right, isn't he, by saying like it or lump it, because you've got no other choice here. He's not going to change. And, you know, so that's what you're left with. So instead of worrying about, you know, trying to get yourself to desire him again, think about, you know, do I want to spend the rest of my life with this person? Or as if he says, divorce him. (laughs) You know, just... (laughs) Well, I mean, this sounds, I mean, it just sounds particularly terrible, you know, especially the fact that this person is now writing into us, like thinking it's her problem she has to fix, right? That's like even the worst part about it. And I feel like you had such a good, you had such good advice on a prior episode when you were talking about when somebody was in a fight or something and you were just saying how like your whole physical body responds, like your mind is linked to your body. If you're having a fight or you're, something's wrong, you're not going to be able to like, you know get over it and just have all the physical stuff be okay necessarily. Of course, of course. And I mean, there is, honestly, I was out with some girlfriends and it was another case of women blaming themselves for stuff like her husband had had an affair and she was looking at me saying, "Do I? am I not pretty enough? Am I not this enough? And it's like, it's not you, God almighty. We take on blame for everything, women. This isn't this woman's problem. It's her husband's problem. Yes. It's nothing to do with her. It's she's not at fault. He's at fault. And I mean, really, I mean, there are lots of reasons why people stay. People stay out of habit. They stay out of, you know, feeling obligated. They stay for financial reasons. They stay because they're scared of being single. But in this scenario, I mean, maybe this man has basically left you nowhere, nowhere else to go other than an ultimatum of I am leaving unless you change. Maybe he might 
If he doesn't, maybe you are better off on your own. Quite frankly, I'd rather be poor and buddy on my own and happy than with somebody financially secure and not happy, if that's the reason. It's probably for the kids. Lots of people stay together for the kids. But then often when their parent, you know, you sound like you're, you're I don't know, yet menopause, so you, you post 50 usually. They stay together because they think the kids want them to. But when parents divorce late, the kids are like, thank God, mum and dad, you know, we've been watching you toxically behave towards each other for years. So anyway. I also... I remember this from, this was like part of the argument when my parents got divorced, I was 14. And in that same conversation, they were like, the research says that kids who have two happy but divorced parents are much better off than two unhappily married to each other parents. So yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, then get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I did store that away, you know, and it's true. Yeah. They are dead right. Absolutely dead right. And I know so many kids who, when I say kids, like people my age, like late fifties with parents who are still together, who should never have been together at all ever. And they're like, I don't know why they don't just leave. Like we all keep saying to them, look, feel free to divorce now. But you know, people, sometimes people like being miserable, I think. And I wonder like, where marriage is going. You know, a lot of, I've heard that a lot of millennials think marriage is like totally unnecessary. And yeah. I'm wondering, I don't know. I mean, not that I'll be around to find out, but like in the next hundred years, are people just going to stop getting married? Like maybe they don't need that. I don't know. We'll see. I think people will, even if they stop the ceremony and the, you know, I mean, the commitment of marriage, I think they will still commit to each other. I reckon we'll end up what we always are, what we kind of are now, isn't it? Serial monogamous, serial monogamous. Actually, do you know what? we might not even end up that because as we, you know, when we talked about polyamory, you know, there are loads of people experimenting with more than one relationship at a time. But God, it's hard enough keeping one going, let alone several at once. Oh my gosh. The stress. They're making more work for themselves. <laughs> Okay, sex tip of the week, Tracy. Okay, sex tip of the week is give up on only having sex when everything is perfect. We all wait for these perfect conditions for sex. You've got to, you know, it's got to to be a thin day. It's got to be a great hair day. You've got to have time. Kids have got to be out. You know, you've got to have all the energy. You've got to have all these ducks in a row. And how often is that going to happen? Hardly ever. So real life rarely gives you perfect circumstances. So just accept that you know, occasionally, you know, well, actually, most of the time, let's be honest, it won't be the perfect circumstances. And if you insist on that, you will never have sex ever again. So just get on with it. Isn't there some expression like perfection is the enemy of something? <laughs> perfection. It's <laughs> the enemy of... Like I, now, of course, I'm blanking on, well, I don't know, maybe like getting anything done, but performance, maybe perfection is the enemy of performance. I don't know. I'll look yeah, it up. Well, it makes sense. It is the enemy of performance. Because that's exactly right. Like people who are perfectionists get like, they freeze, don't they? It's like, well, I can't do this because of this and I can't do that because of that. It completely gets in the way. It's the enemy of most things, perfection, perfectionists, perfection, isn't it? Maybe we can tackle that in another episode. (laughs) You can just be everybody's, you know, therapist, basically. (laughs) Anyway. I don't mind. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks, Tracy. Another really fascinating show. Twenty tips for spicing it up. That was pretty impressive right off the bat there. So <laughs> All right, so that should keep people going for a while until at least yeah. next week. I expect everybody, everybody has to- lots of homework to do before next week. <laughs> yeah. Like you've got nothing else to do. Anyway, <laughs> thought at least. Okay, you Bye. go off and enjoy yourself. Okay. Thanks, Tracy. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.